Hello, welcome to The Sower. Today is March 25th, 2025. My name is James Patterson, president of the Ciceronian Society, professor of politics at Ave Maria University, research fellow at the Center for uh, Religion, Culture, and Democracy. Um, This is our first podcast, uh, and it's going to be a bit uh, about the Ciceronian Society itself. uh, And uh, no better person I can think of to talk to about this than uh, the vice president of the Ciceronian Society, Professor Josh Bowman of Heidelberg. Now, when we say Heidelberg, Josh, uh, do we mean the one in Germany? N- uh, nine. Uh, no. <laughs> we definitely mean the one in Ohio, where, yeah. all the, where all the Germans went in the 19th century. <laughs> so are you German, Josh? Are you German? Actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Bowman. Um, uh, Bowman, as far as we know, the Bowmans came from uh, Germany in the in the 1600s, and that's why there's that there's you know I I am th- convinced I'm related to that Bowman Distillery in Virginia. Oh my gosh, where they landed. I'm convinced. I mean, if, if you're list- if you're in the Bowman Distillery in Virginia and you're listening to this, we're cousins. You just don't know it yet. That's right, and hence your uh, entitlement to a certain portion of their <laughs> product. <laughs> yeah, at least the product. I, I don't need the royalties. The the product. There we go. I actually did not think the answer to my question would be yes i thought it was uh going i thought i was being funny i didn't realize i was actually <laughs> giving the, the uh the listening audience a, a glimpse into your into your lineage um, right. so so you among all the people who are um uh leading the ciceronian society uh is uh you're probably the best for explaining it because you've actually been involved in it longer than i've been or or that our our um Board Secretary Bill Batchelder has been in. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the Ciceronian Society? Sure. Yeah, I wasn't there at the founding, uh, but it, we started in 2012, and our first conference was at the University of Virginia. Uh, interestingly, James was there. He didn't know we were meeting there, but um, I also was not there. And originally, it, it, it started off as a very unique interdisciplinary society to focus on three core themes that we repeat all the time, tradition, place, and things divine. And things divine being a phrase from the works of Cicero. And in this sense, we have charted an interesting interdisciplinary path that is not hyperpartisan or um, political, but is meant to look at kind of culture and civilization building institutions, especially the, the church and the family, and ways that we can explore these themes uh, in a scholarly way and in a community of friends. Um, across disciplines and, and across professions uh, to find ways to strengthen our churches and our families in ways that uh, contribute to um, a better America, a better, uh, you know, more uh, civic virtue, more um, freedom, a, 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 and more, more liberty generally. So um, we, we started that way with the conference in particular, and uh, we've been going then since 2012. Our last conference was in 2018. Then we took a break for uh, four years for a number of reasons, including COVID. And we are back in action here in 2022 and just finished our uh, first conference in four years at Grove City. Yeah, the conference uh, was a couple weeks back. Uh, and one of the uh, agenda items uh, for us afterwards was to get this podcast up and running and uh, people knew about it. Uh, they thought it was coming, and so I got a lot of questions about it. So now, uh, <laughs> you know, I was, uh, it's time. All right, it's that's time. That's right. That's right. Uh, so uh, the um, the the conference at Grove City was the largest we'd ever had. Uh, 
Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it wasn't close, right? It was... Uh, <laughs> as, as far as I can tell, it was not even... I mean, the one at University of Virginia was, was a good size, but um, the Grove City one was sev at least 75 people had registered to attend with 13 different panels, um, which for uh, groups like us is, is huge. Um, you know, we're not... Uh, you know, we're not flush with cash to, to bring people in and to accommodate this. It was really, really, and it's in March, in in winter, uh, and we, you know, we still got all the, and we hadn't done anything in four years, and so that was that was an enormous success for us. So I'm I'm really thrilled that how it went down. So I was uh, I was too, and I wanted to get your opinion on this um, because uh, I heard it a lot, which was that. The Cicerone Society is the only organization that is really um, trying to do sort of Christian culture without culture wars. And when they mm -hmm. came to the conference, uh, there was not this kind of gloom and doom or this anger that uh, usually sort of sits on the shoulders of people wherever they attend, where they, they have to be very serious and, you know, they have to... Uh, <laughs> You know, be constantly uh, warning people uh, and imagining some kind of like future uh, in which they they'll get what they want. Um, so, what what makes the conference uh, different in this respect? Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of different things um, that make you know. And you think about some other organ. You know, we don't need to name them, but the, it it is a powerful tool for marketing to have uh, and, and, to and to get people together if they have a common enemy or they fear something or they define themselves by what they're not. We don't want to be that group. Um, it's not that we don't have fears or opponents, if you will, but it's that, it, that that's not what defines us. We are for tradition, place, and things divine. We are a Christian organization in particular. And we're, I think what there's several things that make us different. First of all, I think, is the interdisciplinarity and the, and the multiple professions that show up. We are not... Uh, we're not, you know, we're not simply studying Cicero, but by all means, we invite papers and, and, and writing on that. Um, we are not simply uh, political theory. Uh, a lot of us are political theorists that are involved, but um, it's much more than that. We have economists, historians, um, theologians, philosophers. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm forgetting so, uh, literary scholars, um, classical educators, and classical scholars, homeschooling parents. Um, and clergy, and that that helps us in, in 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 some really interesting ways because we're we're creating a space where people who typically don't whose paths don't cross um, that that that's the goal here is that we we want to be a connection and a nexus between groups of people that know that they would benefit from seeing each other more often, talking to each other more often, especially between the clergy and the academy and between classical schools, homeschooling educators and the academy and, and other clergy, and uh, creating a space to do that. I also think, as you said, one of the things that people kept remarking on throughout the weekend was the amount of laughter, um, an absurd amount of laughter. And th that's, that's different. Um, and it, it, it's a welcome difference. It, we're, we're not there to score points. Um, sure, it might add a line to the CV here and there, but at the end of the day, I think what brings people back um, is is the friendships they make, the the uh, relationships and the conversations that they start there um, are are different. Um, it's it's a kind of uh, to use the words of scripture, the, the kind of deep calling to deep idea uh, that there we have a sense that maybe things aren't all right, but we. Uh, in, 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 in the United States, but we also have a sense that we as a, as, as, as a church um, 
and as a a group of intellectuals, public intellectuals, we we have we, we know where the resources are to renew our society in important ways, and um, we share in that desire to 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 do something, to think differently, um, and I think that's that, that 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 that's a powerful environment to be part of. We also are unique in our focus on place. Among organizations of similar size and uh, disposition to us, I don't know of another organization that focuses on place. There are other organizations that might focus on tradition, um, though uh, few and far between, uh, there, but there are a few. Um, and then the, uh, focusing on uh, the sacred, things divine, religiosity, that shows up. But again, it's not as common to see all these things together. But place is one of the things that is particularly different in a sense of place. Um, there was a great paper by Brent Waters that started off the conference uh, that um, uh, was particularly good on this. But one of the exciting things, I want to make sure I get this in here, James, is there was an announcement at the conference about a new award uh, that we introduced. Uh, one of our generous uh, uh, partners in, in this is Alice Batchelder um, and, and the Batchelder family. Um, uh, William Batchelder III, the former Speaker of the Ohio House of Representatives, passed away back in February after a long illness, and uh, his family, uh, he was actually at our last, uh, the, the, the 2018 conference, he was there at Hope College, um, he joined us for that, um, but he has since passed away, and they have offered to offer a monetary re- a reward to help fund uh, attendees, or at least one attendee every year, who is uh, presenting on this topic of place. Uh, Bill uh, Batchelder Sr., he was a, he loved the state of Ohio, he loved his home of Medina, and um, uh, he and his family uh, w- want to promote that sense of place, and they, they've, uh, they've uh, generously offered to uh, support at least, one, at least one paper a year uh, that focuses on the subject. So I think there's a lot, lot of other things I think make us unique, but I think um, that th- those, those uh, points hit, uh, hit the, the high points, if you will. Yeah, one other thing that I often think about with our conference is that people who are there want to be there. Uh, mm-hmm. And the reason they have to be, uh, they don't have, uh, the reason they want to be there is that the Ciceronian Society does this kind of interdisciplinary thing, and it's often done in a way that's not going to score you a lot of points if you're like, a, you know, trying to get in uh, the CV in such a state that you're climbing this sort of like academic achievement ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the purpose is not so much the ambition uh, as much as it's really about the fellowship. Uh, and the love that we have for the kind of uh, work that we're doing. Um, so if there's any prestige associated with it, it'll be because um, we've, we might become more prestigious over time, but that's never really the point, and it never no. will be. No, yeah. So this conference um, had a lot um, announced. That would be uh, uh, that the, the award, the Batchelder Award, is, is definitely one of them. Uh, we also announced next year's location, which is Belmont Abbey College in Belmont, North Carolina. That should certainly have slightly better weather in March. I sure hope so. Because <laughs> if it doesn't, they're not going to be able to uh, remove the snow. No, not with this much proficiency. <laughs> we had a we had a, a snap snowstorm show up mm-hmm. uh, at Grove City, and uh, you know uh, we did not plan. Uh, <laughs> with the expectation, but the uh, the good people of uh you know the pittsburgh area are very good at handling this in a way oh, yeah. that i suspect the people of charlotte north carolina are less prepared <laughs> <laughs> right right and yeah and, and the conference is it'll be march 9th through 11th at belmont abbey college 
and which is a great space. Uh, it's a beautiful Catholic school down there, um, just outside the, not not too far from the Charlotte Airport at all. We're working on accommodations and things like that. Um, but you know, it, we this is it's so exciting to have a place this far, <laughs> you know, a location this far out in advance. You know, it's never too early if you're listening to this, even if we haven't released the call for papers. Um, if you have ideas for uh, panels or, uh, you know, workshops or kind of an author meets critics or something like that, let us know. Uh, you can send us email at n- info, I-N-F-O, at ciceroneansociety.org. Um, you know, we're, 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 we don't know who the speaker's going to be yet or anything, but we know we're going to have a lot of fun. And we know that it's going to, uh, we expect that it, the, the, our numbers will be similar um, uh, to uh, th- this year. And um, it's, it's, it's going to be good. Uh, and I, I think, um, you know, well, I'll, I'll, I'll save that news for later. But I would say that it, this, this is going to be a lot of fun, and, I, and we certainly hope to see you there because um, there were so many times during this previous conference where people would say, um, gosh, I wish so-and-so was here, or so-and-so would like this, or so-and-so, you know. Th- th- that's a great opportunity, and so we hope that um, those connections are made and that people come to North Carolina to, to enjoy it with us. There was a... Uh... Uh, a, a person who pulled me aside at one of the uh, dur- during the the evenings festivities mm-hmm. and said I couldn't quite tell if he was saying this uh, to warn me or uh, uh, or what, but he said that the number of people applying next year will at least be doubled. Oh, geez, you know, it's huh? a, yeah. So um, good luck with that, Josh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, yeah, and I and one of the things I, I hope we and I I said this to several people and I I. You know, we haven't really uh, planned on this yet, but given how quickly we grew in just this first conference, my hope is that we never get too big, right? And so if we, um, you know, keeping it around 100 people, uh, which is small, you know, compared to most conferences like this, um, but, you know, depending on, on, on how things go, it would be nice to do two of these a year so that we could spread out the attendance. Um, that's that, that's a long-term goal. That's not going to happen in the, in the near future, but... Um, the hope is that we we remain that kind of intimate small place where you 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 do have a chance to hopefully talk to every single person at the conference at least once, um, and that we we know each other's names and that, that that the name tags become superfluous after after day one, you know. Um, so, I think that that that's a long term goal. But I th- I do th- the enthusiasm for next year is is already there, and um, so it's it's never too early to uh, send stuff in so we can start thinking about what we're going to do. Yeah, and uh, so we had the conference. That was definitely part of our short-term game plan when we were bringing this back at what, after the COVID situation had been more or less dealt with. Um, uh, and we're doing this. This was another part of our plan, right. this, uh, the Sower podcast. Uh, and the third was Pietas. And I remember I had to work on that pronunciation because I was saying it wrong before. You were the one who criticized me about this, and I should know, right, oh, how to I, say I this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, for, I I didn't forget, Josh. Uh, oh, okay. The, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, what is Pietas? What is uh, what is this thing? So it it is our new peer reviewed journal focusing on the same themes: tradition, place, and things divine. Uh, Kevin Slack up at Hillsdale College is our editor right now, and um, he is an excellent scholar himself. And we look forward to uh, seeing what happens. So it is going to be a traditional peer reviewed journal, but it's very interdisciplinary. Um, uh, we expect most proposals coming in from the humanities and social sciences. Um, scholarly uh, articles that uh, are meant for peer review. And this is this is a journal where you're thinking to yourself, you know, I've done some good work here, uh, but it really doesn't fit the 
the ideological or disciplinary narrative elsewhere in my given discipline, but it relates to these these core traditional themes of tradition, place, and things divine. And 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 this is probably the place to send it. We're we're going to put it through the ringer in terms of peer review. Kevin is no uh, uh, he he doesn't doesn't mess around in that that regard. Um, he we we want the good rigorous scholarship to be sent through there, and and uh, we look forward to seeing what you send in. Um, we're also hoping to do book reviews and uh, other possible, uh, you know, we're, we're looking, the long game is uh, maybe some symposium or symposia, I should say, that's the uh, the plural there, um, and uh, reviews of other things as well, uh, but that, that'll come later. And starting a new journal is tough, uh, that there's there's a lot out there, but we, we, we believe we have something unique to offer, and I hope that um, we, we can give a lot of people a venue they may not otherwise find. Um, and so I, I, I hope that gets started by the end of the year. It should be. It'll be a digital journal. It'll be free. Um, and uh, we're, we're really looking forward to it. And it was the striking thing is um, you know, we're looking for a title for this journal. You remember this, James? Pietas wasn't taken. Um, <laughs> uh, unless we've completely missed something, there's no journal with the word piety in it that I know of, um, which is in and of itself telling, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> really is it's terrible <laughs> so yeah as for uh, i just want to personally testify to uh professor slack's uh very high standard uh i submitted a manuscript uh and to keep things uh very blind double blind i won't say what it was about uh <laughs> But I was given a revise and resubmit. Uh, that's right. Like, do you not know who I am? Right. No, well, you know what? That's what you get, man. You got to revise. <laughs> I am. We, I am the president. <laughs> the president. This is right. Well, revise it, Mr. President. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's also There's that no just shows us. Ke- Kevin, though. No, no, but I, but I, that also shows, I think, something that that is that is very important to us is that we hold each other to these high standards. Um, and that that's part of the community that we're that, that we, we are part of uh, that, you know, this, this isn't well, I'm just, you know, you know, uh, I, I, this is a revise and resubmit because you didn't read my book or something. Right. Or or it's a revise and resubmit because um, you're, you're not playing the, 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 the disciplinary game. Kevin says, no, you need to do a better job. <laughs> you need you, your argument needs to be stronger. You, you need to use uh, di- you know different sources on this. You need to write this better, explain this better, uh, deepen our understanding of this. And and to me, that is a very collegial, positive atmosphere. Um, you know that you, that you it's, it's the kind of community that especially if you're a sco- whether you're a scholar, you're a teacher, you're a member of the clergy, you want to be part of people that want you to be a better version of yourself, right? And that's that to me is 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 illustrative of that. Yeah, a big problem uh, that journals suffer from today, and it's kind of a you can definitely see why it happened uh, uh, is that um, in the effort to to determine whether a person at a college or university is really staying up with conversations in their field you want to check in on whether or not they're participating in those conversations so that's why you know suddenly citations and and all the like became ways of gauging participation in those conversations but they've turned almost into a kind of a full contact sport uh in which everyone is uh you know, publishing tiny little slices of research in as many different places as possible in journals that uh, nobody actually reads as journals anymore. 
Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was the last yeah. time you? I mean, look, I got my. I got a particular. I won't say the name of the journal, but I got one in the mail, uh, and I hadn't gotten a paper copy of the journal of any journal uh, in a long time. And the thing was the size of a telephone book. Uh, oh, wow. And yeah, it was it was enormous. Uh, and I think the, uh, I mean, I read some journals, like I'll, I read, uh, American political thought when, uh, when I get it and I mm-hmm. read, um, uh, national affairs. So there, there are some things that are, are really good when they come in, but academic journals are often, uh, you know, uh, how I need to get tenured, uh, compilations, right? So right. you get these people who are publishing material just to get it out there and just to ensure their livelihood. And that is the opposite of what Vietas is striving to be. Right. It's supposed to be like, you know, engaging and interesting and yet scholarly. And mm-hmm. uh, so we want to have high standards, but uh, we also want to make sure that it's not just this, uh, you know, this almost uh, factory tenure machine, right? It's, it's, it's very, uh, that, that kind of stuff kind of upsets me when I see it uh, in, in academia. You know, moving on from the journal, then James, um, what what are your goals uh, for this podcast? Uh, which is, uh, I, I think we mentioned it's called the Sower. I can't. I think we said that at the beginning, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Twenty minutes ago, we said that it was the Sower. <laughs> said the title throughout the whole thing. Cause That's I'm, right. I'm working on the branding here. Okay. That that was just getting gut checked uh, right there. By the way, that that is. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what you know, this this was this is something we did not do before. So no. we, you know, we were uh, we th- there were journal there was a journal affiliated journal before conference was here, but the podcast is new. Um, but what are you what are you hoping to do with this? Because this this is mostly going to be be on you, as far as I know. Uh, it's uh, you know, there's been a fair number of people who have started podcasts uh, because of COVID. It was one of the few things that you could do easily. Um, and it's important to understand that, you know, this is not the, the, the motivation, right? Where, uh, that, that COVID sort of keeps me at home. And so I'm going to do this now because COVID's <laughs> kind of over for, you know, at least down here in Florida, it's been over for like two years. Um, <laughs> you know, that sounds crazy because two years from today was like when everyone was locking down, but that's kind of how Florida was, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, you know, so I've, I've always had uh, a little bit of trouble, uh, whenever I've left Florida, going to places that have any kind of COVID uh, restrictions, but that's neither here nor there. The um, the, uh, the 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 ambition for the for for the podcast is um, to have conversations with people who are participating in Ciceronian events, so they can get their ideas out there, uh, and not in a way that is necessarily sterile and academic, but rather more conversational. Uh, and pleasant, uh, and not just though to have scholars, but also to bring in people who are practitioners uh, and and various themes that we talk about. So like you know clergy and church elders, people who engage in historical preservation. That was actually one of the coolest things we had uh, as a as a person at the conference was Grace Trumbo who came. Uh, and she part part time will uh, she works at the the uh, the Museum of the Bible. Did you did you speak to her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had yeah. a great paper on. Um, uh, there was a uh, kind of a sound oriented exhibit. I can't think what the word for that is. Um, uh, Forest for a thousand years or something like that. It's which is really interesting. But th- oh, those yeah. kind of public history things. Um, I I, I want to encourage more of that. That 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 was a really uh, interesting presentation. Yeah, this 
uh, in fact, like uh, talking to her reminded me of this crazy uh, televised event, um, or it was sort of streamed online and partially televised, uh, in which uh, a, I think a, some Confederate statue, I forget which Confederate statue was taken down. It may have been the Lee statue in Charlottesville. I don't remember. Um, but there had been a time capsule placed in it. Yeah, yeah. And they were like taking out all of these things they knew about uh mm-hmm. that would be in there and i was i, I was like this is fascinating and th- i checked the number of people watching the, the stream and it was a very large number of people and then when speaking to grace i was like oh this is something that people are really interested in uh and so it doesn't always need to be academic work although clearly that's something we're going to do i mean we could talk to people about professions that maybe people don't forget uh don't don't know uh, anything about or or never think about uh, or mm-hmm. forget about and uh, how important their work is. So people work in like archives, people who uh, you know work in private collections. Um, and a big reason to talk about these things is in many cases you're think you're talking about uh, institutions that don't see as much traction as they used to. Right. Uh, you know, public uh, uh, Civil War memorials, for example, are um, are less well trafficked than they used to be. So uh, the hope is that by talking to these people, they might be able to spread their message. Uh, about why it's important to come see these events, what sort of cultural enrichment is about. Um, I think one of the coolest conversations I had with anyone at there was actually with Miss Trumbo about uh, getting rid of the white walls at exhibits uh, because it kind of creates a kind of weird ambience and and t- takes things out of their immediate context. And I was like, man, people need to hear about this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, you know, I, I, I get around, Josh. I, <laughs> I, have, I, I do academic stuff. I write stuff. Uh, it is all new to me. And I knew that I was, I was not alone in both being, this to be new to and, um, and well, interested it, in. The, the time capsule example you gave is a, is a good one because it, it's kind of like we're, we're constantly reopening that. Um, mm. Because you think about a time capsule, well said. it's very, very specific to a place, right? And I, I, yeah. I want to say, was it the one of these? One of these particular, and it may have been the Lee statue. They they took out a a time capsule, and it was so particular. And I remember reading the article; like it was, it was very, very place centric, very location centric stuff, right? Like newspaper clippings, pictures letters from that from people that were there and it 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 was not it didn't have the drama like the conspiratorial stuff or secrets revealed from this time capsule no it was very personal and place oriented in a way what we're doing in the podcast we're doing in our conferences and the relationships that we want to build in the long term is constantly reopening those other time capsules in a way um that show us the the peculiarities and the beauty of the places that we that we come from, and where we uh, raise our families and where we uh, build our churches, um, and I think that's a really really good opportunity. Yeah, the uh, it was the rich it was in Richmond it was the least statue in Richmond. I yeah, okay. Uh, I didn't hear a word you said. Okay, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thanks for googling that. I appreciate it. Just no, like my no, students, no. where they where they, when they Google something that I mentioned like an hour into class, um, or an hour before, you know, right at the beginning of class. By the way, Doctor Bowman, did you know? Um, uh, they're sitting there reading the Wikipedia page while you're trying to teach them more than the Wikipedia page. Right. Oh man, real professor, uh, real professors know uh, right. <laughs> the struggle. There, you know. There, you know, there, there's another kind of tangential thing I want to bring up here too before we we close. Um, 
is that the Ciceroian Society has always been a Christian organization. We were we were not explicit about it at first. Um, that was that wasn't necessarily deliberate. It just it, it was essentially assumed. But one of the things I love about what we do is it's also ecumenical. This is not just a society for Protestants or just for Catholics. As a matter of fact, of course, James is Catholic. I'm an Anglican. Um, and uh, it, we also have, we, we, we has a great panel that opened it up with some Orthodox uh, folks that were there. Several uh, Orthodox were there. Um, and that ecumenical flavor is really, really encouraging. Uh, and, I, and, I, and you've said this, James, in the things you've written on as well, is that we have especially in the United States, we have this benefit of, of being of this ecumenical religious diversity, especially within among Christians. And, and especially today, I feel like we're more aware of the benefits of working together. Right? There, there's, there's no awkwardness that may have been present 50 years ago between you and I working together on this project. I, ne- I never think to myself, well, I'm working with James, who's a Catholic, and, and I don't get the impression that you ever looked down on me for being an Anglican. Um, you know, we're both celebrating the Feast of the Annunciation today, by the way. Uh, happy Feast of the Annunciation. Yeah, thank you. Uh, nine months till you Christmas. Too. Nine months till Christmas. That's Just right. That's, that. that's how uh, that works. Kind of mind-blowing. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, so I think, to me, that is so encouraging. That was a big part of this. It, it, it's also, you know, and a lot of Christians know this, you, you either get kind of the hyper-partisan organizations where uh, Christians can meet uh, and get together, um, but they're often they are often relegated to the periphery in scholarly associations. Yeah, we don't want to be either time. of those, right? It, this is a society for intellectual discipleship that is distinctively Christian mm-hmm. and rigorous, and I, and, I, and I think that's another thing that makes us so, so unique. And we, um, we we really want to lean into that Christian character because so much of who we are, what we believe, why we do what we do, um, why we are, why we care about one another. Is because of that those to use Augustine's words those common objects of love. Um, for us, it is our love of Christ. It is our love of the Church. It is our love of one another, and for this amazing and beautiful world that God has given us. Um, and there's so many things to to dig into with that. Um, and so I I just want to make sure that, that that we we talk about that piece of it because it's so important to me. Um, it's so important to me that I, I love the fact that I can go to this conference. And have you know Baptists, Anglicans, um, Catholics, Orthodox, and every, and everything else, and 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 we're, we're, it's going well, right? It is going well. Uh, for those of you who are interested in the Ciceroian Society, where can they find us uh, on the on the interwebs? Yeah, let's look at ciceroianSociety.org. That is the best place to find us. You can sign up for our newsletter there, um, and you can also. Uh, give one of the big things we emphasized uh, at the conference. Did you is say give? I said give. I give said what? I, I might have said donate. I might have said donate would be good. Um, <laughs> that would be um, good. You know, we are an all volunteer organization. We are yeah. operating on a shoestring budget. There are we have no employees, um, and we uh, we survive on the generosity of our of, of, of friends. Now we we hope to be more than that someday. Yes. Um, but we can't do that without you, and and we need. Uh, you know, compensated time is something that we need desperately. It's it's something that uh, can make the difference in, in our organization and taking it to the next level. I think we have a lot to offer a lot of people. We can be a connection between a lot of different communities that don't connect otherwise. And we need that bandwidth, that time uh, to uh, make that happen. Right now, it's mostly academics who are doing this. And I don't know about you, James, but I put in at least 60 hours a week and adding to this, it, it's, we're, we're limited as to what we can do in that regard. 
Um, we're not we're not limited on, on ideas. We have the ideas. We're not limited on enthusiasm. It's there. Uh, but we are human. We have to sleep at some point. And um, we, we need uh, that when when you choose to give to the Cicerone Society and partner with us and support us, um, you're helping us get closer to that that goal. Uh, and I, it's it's a it's a unique opportunity, and we are a five hundred one c three organization, so it is tax deductible. And you can uh, talk to us about any of that at any time. It's info at ciceroneinsociety dot org, and you can also get us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Yeah, the Instagram is um, in uh, it exists. There's just nothing there yet. I need to get to work on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't uh, want to do it. The uh, oh, it's not it's not hard. It's just that as you said, uh, you know, I, I teach twelve credit hours a semester. <laughs> right, I'm yeah. chair of a department, uh, and uh, I have like research fellowship uh, fellowship duties for CRCD. Yeah, and um, I'm also uh, entirely too online uh, with some of the things that I write. So it's uh. <laughs> It's uh, it, it, I'm I'm spread pretty thin myself. So where you normally will find the updates first is on Twitter at Ciceronian Sock, S O C. Somebody took at Ciceronian. I was devastated. Oh, come on. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it felt like messaging the guy. Uh, and right now, if you go there, you'll see uh, a lot of photographs from people who were speaking at the conference, which I need to collect and migrate over to our Facebook page. Uh, on Facebook, you can find us uh, at Ciceroian Society. We'll be uh, at Tradition Place, Things Divine. Uh, and we are, of course, on LinkedIn. Where there's, um, uh, uh, the best way to contact us uh, is, though, on either social media, responding to tweets or direct messaging the accounts, um, uh, and, or, to, or sending the, the emails to info at Ciceronian. Uh, is it ciceroniansociety.org? I always forget. Yeah, ciceroniansociety.org. Yep. Yeah. I should have just paused and let you fill in, uh, but it's, I try to do it myself. That's what this is. By the way, uh, this is the the whole working relationship between me and Josh, which is uh, uh, J- Josh picks up where I leave off. <laughs> I leave off entirely too often, so Josh is picking up constantly. Um, so this has been wonderful, Josh. I just want to say once again, and, and from everyone that attended and who's uh, in the board and, and part of the Ciceroing Society, what a great job you did with our conference, and I'm very grateful for the time you put into putting that together, since I know you have a lot of other things going on in your life. So that makes it kind of difficult. Thanks, James. And I and I, I want to make sure I thank the board as well. I want to thank um, Carl Truman, who was our, our keynote speaker, did an amazing job. That recording's available. Uh, you can see that uh, via uh, social media in particular. Um, also, want the uh, uh, last thing I want to say here is I want to thank um, the not only the uh, presenters, attendees, and everybody who supported us, but also specifically for the generosity of Intercollegiate Studies Institute and the Center oh, yes. for Religion, Culture, and Democracy. Uh, both those organizations uh, made a huge difference in uh, making this conference happen, and I'm so grateful for everything they did. Uh, we had a lot of organizations represented there, but those two in particular supported us uh, financially, and we're grateful for that. Yeah, really, uh, really big gratitude uh, for what they've done, and, and for Grove City. You That's know? right. Like, Oh, they were amazing. They that were taco great. bar, that oh, taco, taco bar was bar. life-changing. Yeah, life-changing. I I did not expect uh, there to be a, a, a taco bar of that quality. <laughs> exactly in, in the middle of uh, the countryside <laughs> western of Western Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Right. It was like this is this is definitely ten out of ten tacos for oh, Western yeah. Pennsylvania. Easily. I can't. I'm from Texas originally, so I have high standards. That's right. So uh, thank you very much, Josh. This is a, this was a pleasure. Uh, hopefully we'll have you again on soon. And um, 
I thank all of you for listening. Uh, uh, remember uh, to uh, to visit us at ciceronianssociety.org uh, and uh, hit us up on social media. Uh, have a wonderful uh, Feast of the Annunciation, everybody. <laughs>